Hello and welcome to the RRR Spoiler Cast. I'm your host, Dr. Agro, and joining me is a certain percentage of the crew. We've got Bob Video Games. Uh, I have some sort of title card that has an R in it somewhere. KZ, excellent. I'm going to do something cartoonish in slow motion. And Mr. Field. I'm going to rise, revolt, and roar. I'm glad you let me know in advance. All right, so uh, on our spoiler cast, we have a general format. That's uh, what I've been told. Uh, (laughs) We're going to go around and give a brief two-sentence description of the thing, product, or media property we consumed, watched, or otherwise interacted with, uh, followed by some sort of verbal description uh, of how it made us feel inside. Uh, and I'd really like to start today with Bob. Sure. RRR is a three-hour insane movie that does things you would <laughs> never expect any movie to do unless you were in Bollywood, and then I guess you would. <laughs> I'm going to give it a huh. All right. Uh, moving on, KZ Excellent. RRR was an intoxicating three hours of cinema. Uh involving mythical creatures they call man. I'm giving it a <laughs> And Mr. Feel. Uh this movie really hates the British, which I agree with. Uh also I, I I'm now after watching this, my life goal is to see every movie you could describe as maximalist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh I'm gonna give it an ooh. Uh, as for myself, uh, I consider, like, RRR uh, is the first Bollywood movie I've ever seen, and I hope the one with the hardest to say title. Uh, it is, it, it makes me angry at all of the years of WWE superstars being in movies that weren't structured exactly like this. <laughs> uh, it's yes. kind of opened my mind to New Horizons, and I'm going to give it a, oh. I... I dug into this film, and immediately I, I could see the minefield. When I go onto Netflix, and it says it's a Tollywood film. Oh, and I'm oh, like, what? what? I'm sorry, and not Bollywood, I, Tollywood, my bad. Yeah, that confused me, because I was also like, is that a typo? Then I watched a video after I finished the, finished the movie to maybe learn a bit more about it. Is that there's Tollywood? Bollywood, Gollywood, Jollywood over there, just depending on, like, the area that it, that it came from. There is, in fact, two Tollywoods. This is the good Tollywood. <laughs> oh, my God. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, this is coming from the greatest, the biggest filmmaker there to where people started screaming at the trailer because these are the biggest actors in that region. Where it's just, apparently, according to them... This movie is huge because the two main actors are so expensive they couldn't appear in the same movie before. <laughs> you know, I, I knew nothing about this industry, but this movie did have that feel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can tell that those are two stars of some sort. This was the squad. This was the dream. To, to say to say they both have incredible charisma would be an understatement. Oh my god, these two. Let, let's let's just like these. This might two be guys. the greatest dudes rock movie of all time. <laughs> right? yeah, I know. I know. That's the last. <laughs> Act may be the coolest thing I've ever seen. This is especially some... while high. Like, not since Gilgamesh and Enkidu have we had two just boss <laughs> bros with their super friendship conquering all adversity. 
Yeah, I was that that final act when they just let everything go. Like, there's no yeah. reality <laughs> that, anymore. There's only the, the, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> the scene that is on the poster of uh, let me look at the characters' names, which I have to do here. Uh, uh that would be Beam. Yeah, and not 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 Beam. Uh, uh, Raju. Ah, okay. Where he's riding on Beam's shoulders, dual wielding rifles. <laughs> Right? Yes. And and every now and then he'll reach down so Beam can like cycle the bolt as a courtesy, but not all the time. Sometimes we just don't give a shit, yes. and it's amazing. That scene, that scene needs wider spread because it can cause a cultural reset. <laughs> it can, the amount of flips and stuff they were able to do to land on that dude's feet while still. <laughs> In the Disgaea-esque tower they've created between the two of them. This this was like the tenth, huh, I've never seen that before in an action scene of this epic. And by then, my mind had already turned to soup. Like, like the, the, the opening of the movie is, you know, it, it's interesting and it's melodramatic and it's it really sets a tone of this is more, and it really follows through the whole movie of this is less a factual record of events and more. This is somebody telling you the myth of what happened here. And it's perfect because when, uh, when, when Raju was chasing that guy through the market and he loses him and he meets beam under the bridge and then the kid gets caught in the fire because the train exploded because this movie is amazing and something cool happens every 10 minutes. When, when they Beam instantly up, lock eyes. Yes, and they have this Chad telekinesis moment. Yeah, and then they he just trip, he tells him his plan through hand signals that make no sense to anyone, but somehow they get this plan that's ludicrous. Yes. Of them driving a motorcycle <laughs> in a horse off the side of this bridge. Chad telepathy. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I could not believe they're like, do it. The motorcycle will land in the ultimate spot it could. He wraps himself in the flag to get through. I'm like, I thought only we made shit like this. <laughs> that, I need this. And I feel like a lot of uh, blockbusters over here almost get the vibe that they're going for. I'll, I'll watch a Fast and the Furious thing. I'm like, this is becoming a cartoon. And now I see what a real cartoon looks like. And I'm like, we need to get yeah, here. I, I will say like the, that, that tone, there, there's, there's a magic happening here that I think also happens in like professional wrestling and tokusatsu. <laughs> and I, I said yeah. something years ago on some content. I don't remember what it was, but I, I, I made a firm declaration and I stand by it here that toku works because toku fucking commits. It doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> wink. It doesn't blink. And that's yes, this it, movie. Yeah, it's definitely committed. Everything is being taken serious. Everything's taken very seriously, so that I can lose my mind when the dude in the air does a spin, grabs a Bengal tiger, and throws <laughs> it effortlessly at a group of people like it's bowling. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing that really that really sells this is like. Uh, and, and the thing I thought of a lot watching this movie was the Yakuza series. Mm. Yeah, where it's like, where it's like, this is all treated and mostly is at least within the realm of possibility. And then a guy picks up a motorcycle and starts hitting British people with it. Yes, yes. I, I I heard it compared to before I watched it by some. I think the guy who founded Anime News Network said that it's like an entire Shonen Jump like run consolidated into a single movie 
Mm-hmm. In yes. some ways, I can see that. Yes. Like when they yes. after that scene with the the, the the insane bridge stunt we've been talking about. Yeah. They grab hands, and then it becomes an anime op it's about a- them their their friendship they just formed, which is going to have a yeah, horrible ending. It's a musical mod, and the lyrics are just so literal. Yes. It's so good. They're like Beam and Raja are both super chads, and they have a great friendship. Look at them having fun. I hope nothing terrible happens later. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the lyrics where it's like the volcano has met the storm will they be will they be allies or will this cause the great cataclysm holy shit it's just two guys who apparently just have infinite infinite ammo if they're using an arrow (laughs) yeah and infinite strength and i think that that is amazing i'm like dude dude all your bones are broken but somehow you've just become rambo in this forest scene because you got you got your two wounds wrapped up. Just like in Baki, someone can get their every bone in their body crushed, and then they had a nap, so they're fine and ready to fight tomorrow. <laughs> Look, yeah. that, that's one of the things that the British Empire brought to India when, when they took over. They brought, they brought the world's best doctors. <laughs> so, like, I think this movie opens so unbelievably strongly, because it opens with the, um, the little girl painting on the the obviously evil rich british woman's hand Mm -hmm. and her husband who might be the most evil looking british person ever put (laughs) into a film yes who who like comes in with like a cigar and a rifle on his shoulder presumably because he has been hunting other human beings (laughs) that's really that's really really how it comes across can i talk about that rifle Um, Sure, because everybody else, like it's it's the 1920s thereabout. Um, like they tag it in one of the transitions. Uh, yeah, I think it's like 1921 somewhere. So around everybody's there. got like Lee Enfields and shit, like like advanced bolt action rifles. He rolls up in this scene with his beautifully engraved trap door. It looks like a Martini Henry, because that's a way more evilly associated Imperial British rifle. They just had to go the next step. <laughs> And then, so so the evil husband is like, well, who who painted that lovely thing on your arm, my dear wife? And and they all speak. Uh, th- this is something that will tickle the shit out of Agro. Mm. Every single British actor in this mm-hmm. is Irish. Oh my god, <laughs> that is the best! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you fucking nailed it! <laughs> Because he's like, yeah, we know, we know how to play this, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's really funny looking at the credits, and they're like, uh, this this main evil British man is um is one of the characters in multiple Thor films, and I'm like, I've never seen you before. You must be one of Thor's shitty friends. <laughs> but but he comes back. He's like, who who painted this this lovely thing? And and his his evil wife is like, oh, that little girl. So he throws some money at the mother and just takes the child. He gets his butler to throw some money at the mother. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be clear. And, and the money yeah. is two, two coins. And immediately they're like, hey, they just thought the thing you were doing was cool. And they just wanted to tip you. No, no, no. We're taking this child. And so the, the mother throws herself in front of the car to stop her child from being taken. And uh, the evil British soldier who has a fucking pith helmet on, maybe the most evil accessory in human history. Um, 
pulls out his pistol and points it at her head and is about to shoot her. And then the evil British governor gets out and gives one of the most deranged villain speeches I've ever heard, which bring, which is like the theme words of the movie. It keeps coming up. Yeah. Or he's like, do you know how much money the bullet in your gun costs? It was made by English manufacturers in England, shipped on an English ship to here. By the time it reaches your gun, it's worth a pound sterling, and you're going to use it on this woman? So instead, he picks up a giant stick and just fucking brains her. Just the idea, it's like, one of our English bullets is worth more than one of you. Um, but but Agro, you're, you're the history buff here would the, would the english really do this would it really be evil in india i just don't know if this is believable okay. now i was thinking about that but i was actually gonna have to do this during this this podcast and i decided that my my answer to this question would be were were all british people like this no do i doubt that any british people were like this no I mean, we we ha like all you have to do is read up what uh, Christopher Columbus did when he was made the governor <laughs> of whatever fucking Caribbean island he was made governor of. Mm -hmm. God damn it! All you have to do is read about how he was like, I don't like that person. Go cut off their ears. <laughs> oh, like I was so excited to to like see a, a story about people uh, resisting and rising up against uh, horrible militaristic imperialism, and it wasn't us for once. <laughs> And like when yes. when we try when we treat the British like this, it's disingenuous because w during our British occupation thing, we were also the British and we were also yeah. giant assholes. So we were all the British and wrong. So getting <laughs> to watch somebody else do the British like this and it counts is amazing. <laughs> and boy, did they do it well! <laughs> I, I really like I really like when it's like okay, we're gonna have the villain speak in English. Uh, because obviously, I, I really appreciated like the back and forth of that. <laughs> oh yeah, how they how they kept the languages up. That was really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, was really yeah. great. There there are some yeah. points where they cheated. It's like I guess that this person can now understand the Hindu. <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, the Telugu, I think Teluju. I don't know how to pronounce the word, but it's 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 not it's not like Hindu. It's, okay. Um, that's why that's why it's Tollywood because it's a different language. Right. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I believe the uh, the 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 audio for the Netflix version we watched was Hindi, which I think was dubbed. oh, was it? Okay, uh, yeah, for Netflix at least it was clearly dubbed. I yes, it was ob it was obviously dubbed. I assume movies out of there just always look dubbed. That's how I I take it. Oh, oh, okay. like the spaghetti the western mouth effect. Didn't match yeah, up, so I was confused. I I also considered that possibility. Yeah. I, the, the, there was that great uh, block of text at the opening where it's like, like we we set this movie during pre-independence India, which is an interesting way to phrase that. Uh, Indian history is not my my forte at all. Um, but they were like, it it we we put it in India, except all of the tribes and the cultures and the languages and the people are fake. Everyone represented doesn't exist. Even the animals. The animals are double fake. So no one can get mad at us for <laughs> yes. anything that I, I love how they had to do that. And I'm like, why did you have to say, oh my God, the things you use animals for in this. <laughs> for uh, your you pieces, I get it. It's, fu it's funny that how they're like, it, it has, it, it's fake, it's fake, it's all fake. And then both main characters were actual guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was interesting. I have to wonder if movies out there are like this. There were a ton of credits at the front. 
Like we right? went through a lot of screens of that. It's like five solid minutes of just. Uh, could you do like an establishing shot of some terrain or something, please? No, black, black screen. <laughs> it, that's it all you get. Threw me, it threw me off because after I finished this film and I had to tap out because it, it was very late and this movie is over three hours long. Oh yeah, I did it in two they sittings. Do the, yeah, they. <laughs> I, I, I went in this, I was in this mode where I'm watching it so late that I'm like, I'm not going to want to wake up and watch a half of this. So I will <laughs> do it in one. They do that like final dance sequence where, where they just do an entire song that even has the director of the film come out for a pop. And, and he also joins in on it. And when it's done, it's just a black screen with text and no sound <laughs> for, for the actual credits. And I went, the shit's weird over there. I guess, I guess I'll leave now. <laughs> They, that reminds me. I saw some crossover with Jackie Chan doing a Indian movie. Like it was a team up, and it also had an ending very much like that, where it's like this has nothing to do with the story or anything. We're gonna have a dance sequence now. Yeah, they just have a musical number. Yeah. Like this, this, this is an industry that knows how to give people what the fuck they want. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed all the songs in this. Honestly, like all the musical sequences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah right, they're like, good. I thought they were all great, and I really, lo I really loved them. Having the dance off with the evil British pencil neck. Yeah, that one was actually the best yeah. one of these. <laughs> that also includes them doing the suspender dance, mm -hmm. which is yes, insane. Yes. <laughs> I, I was losing it over the song they did when the dude's getting flogged. Oh god, just, right? This, this dude's getting horribly, but he's going to song. I'm like, I don't know if this. Is, no, this is great. Oh my god. Just watching his like his flesh getting ripped apart by a whip that has metal spikes in it. He's going. <laughs> he's just doing his song. Oh my God, that woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the evil governess just showing in the thorn whip from Castlevania. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's like, he's not. He's not bleeding enough. He's not. He's not kneeling. He hasn't knelt before the British crown yet. That was the raw shit I think I've ever seen. Where she's like, look, and they cut to him just floating. So I, I think it's safe to assume a lot of people listening to this probably won't have seen the movie. So I want to describe a little bit of the structure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So 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 there was that opening scene I describe. And then we cut to a totally different scene of uh, an, 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 like a, a British military outpost in some part of India surrounded by an enormous mob. Yeah, this was crazy. Like, like 100,000 people massive. And they're all sh they're shaking like the poorly fortified chain link fences. All the British soldiers inside are pissing their pants. Um, and one guy throws a rock and it hits a pic like the logo of the crown or the or a picture of the queen. I forget which it is. I think it was the king. Yeah, it's a picture of the king. Boy. One of the Edwards. So the com the commander points and says, "Arrest that guy." And he's in the middle of like a hundred thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> and and, yep. and all the and all the British soldiers are looking at each other like. You insane but uh one of the indian like one of the indian recruits uh who is uh raju one of the protagonists of this movie just goes for it and we get like a devil may cry-esque sequence of him beating up a hundred thousand people <laughs> right. i lost it i i that's what tells you the energy this movie is going out when he jumps and seemingly jumps like 50 feet to get in there and start doing combos. <laughs> I now understand that this is going to be the best thing I've ever seen today. I say he beats up 100,000 people, but it's plausible because they all pile on him and start hitting him. He's like, he gets bloodied. He isn't, he isn't doing like 
Sauron moves from the flashback in Lord of the Rings where he swings his baton and a hundred people go flying. No, he has to kind of take them on one at a time. Mm-hmm. It's like five minutes in. I'm like, am I, am I supposed to be rooting for this guy? <laughs> I kind of am. Uh huh. And so, so, so you know, they establish, they establish, yes, yes, it is. They establish that Raji's they combo them. It's like crazy. Mm -hmm. They establish that Raji's like, you know, he's a traitor. He loves the British army, even though they hate him. He doesn't get promoted for Mm. this. (laughs) Yes. Holy shit. And, and, and they find out that like the, like the, the guy who's the guardian of the, of the tribe that had the little girl taken, they're like, he's going to show up and, and fucking get her back. And that and that's Beam, who we introduce as him basically fighting a tiger. <laughs> yes. That was, that was insane. It, I need to talk about it. All mm-hmm. the CG looks really bad. And they use it for yeah, great yeah, but it doesn't matter. But it's it, it, it should be noted. Yeah, it looks it is. really it, bad. It, it's but it's yeah. like uniformly bad. And when they they warn you up front, all of the animals are CG, and then you see how the rest of the movie is. You're like, okay, yeah, this is this this yeah, is a world it, with CG animals. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like an even like yeah. like this is literally considered a maximalist movie because they're like it's like this looks fake. We don't care. Mm-hmm. It, it's not released. It, it's it's like a Zack Snyder movie, except it goes even harder to even greater effect. <laughs> and the other thing that bothered me, they have motion interpolated slow-mo, meaning they make up frames for slow motion scenes that they really shouldn't. <laughs> it's like, if that was just a lower frame rate, this would be better. Now I'm seeing weird outlines around people every time they go slow-mo. Mm. Yeah, especially like uh, one of the tigers going slow-mo, just like, this is not the right number of frames. <laughs> yes. Although I will say the the tracking and compositing on all the CG horses was actually pretty good. Yeah. I don't remember being upset with the horses. I remember the the train looking unacceptable, (laughs) but yeah, I just wanted to show that out there. Make sure that I kept my bases covered with some things in this movie look terrible. (laughs) Yes, they do. There's really no debating it. It it looks terrible. I was fine with vibing with it because I've watched, I've watched, I've watched a bad CG recently. I've, I've watched stuff like Obi-Wan and I'm used to the, some of the worst looking CG things on a budget I've ever seen. Uh, this is a three hour movie on the scale of Avengers Endgame, but it cost uh, a quarter of the amount of money. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so we find out that Raju wants to become promoted to special officer. Uh, and they're like, whoever kidnaps the super badass who's coming to cause trouble will get promoted to special officer. So uh, they meet and become friends, not knowing that Raju wants to arrest Beam. Like, that's his goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Ra- so some stuff happens. Raju gets poisoned. Beam cures him of his uncurable snake poison. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like it in 10 minutes. It's great. Like, not even the British have the cure for this. <laughs> yeah, it's like the British don't know. You got to get like a, like a burning piece of coal and then make it like melt and you drink it. <laughs> And uh, Beam's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go tear shit apart in the governor's estate to get this girl back. And Raju, who is recovering, realizes that Beam is the person he has to arrest and has like a Chad fit beating up a punching bag and punching holes through walls. <laughs> yeah, in, like that, raw that fury that he, has to be- that he has to betray his friend. Oh my God, these two. So then there's a big fight scene at the estate. By the way, be- best moment is during the anime OP sequence Bob mentioned uh-huh. where... Uh, 
Beam is doing squats with Raju on yes. his shoulders. Like, this is how we work out. Oh, <laughs> you didn't like, think it was shit. foreshadowing. This, that scene, as I watched it, I was just like, if Star Wars Episode ha- 2 had this, yeah. it would be <laughs> the best Obi-Wan movie. Anakin. <laughs> yes, so we actually get an establishment of them being friends. Like, yeah, that would be the moment where I'm like, I get it now. I get why this hurts you so much. <laughs> My God, this 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 garden party fight is, is it's fucking it's cool as shit. Um, Beam's intro shot for this is maybe the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. I immediately became 13 when it happened. <laughs> it was like the first time I watched somebody go Super Saiyan. Because <laughs> like they, 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 you saw him capture the tiger at the beginning of the movie, you know, all shirtless and sweaty and flexing, and it was great. And then, like, they hinted that he still, like, they had the tiger. They had the tiger in the city. Like, oh, fuck, what are you doing with that tiger? But then they crash an entire cargo truck through the gate. He swerves it. The tarpaulin flies off, and it's all just cages with tigers and leopards and deer and wolves, and they all fly out of the cages, and he flies out with them with two torches in his sweet costume change. (laughs) And then Raju shows up, and you get... Audience, listeners, this movie has Virgil 2 in it. It does. Where they have a fucking rival boss fight where they go through like video game phases. Yes. Um, Using different weapons on each other. I think it's important to note the beginning of this film after that intro thing that was labeled story was a giant title card. The part about uh, Raju was fire. And then the one for Beam is water. And that, like, they hard go, core go with those themes. To the point, this fight scene, they literally, they give Raju something that's on fire. And then a fountain gets torn apart. And Beam is fighting with a hose that has, a <laughs> like, a rock stuck to yeah. it. It's intense. <laughs> this, this movie is so self-indulgent to a degree that I love it so much when it's like, the official title drop is 45 minutes into this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Like the official, here's our logo, you've begun, is 45 minutes in. And I love when that happens in any media. And, you know, it should be it, it, it should be silly. This movie should come off as, as ridiculous and cartoonish. But it has such a depth to its emotional weight, especially in, in this rival fight. Like the whole opening is beam being like, what the fuck are you doing here? And why are you dressed as a cop? And Russia just not looking him in the eye. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Like you get, you're like, okay, is is Raju really just like a, like a traitor? Like, and then after he defeats beam and is arrested and he's going to get executed, we get the Raju flashback, mm-hmm. which is no, his whole plan has been to become a special officer so he can steal an entire shipment of guns and arm his village because his 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 village was attacked by the British when he was young and his dad got killed. And we also find out, no, he's an even bigger Chad because he can make any shot with a projectile weapon. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's ridiculous because it's like, uh, Rod, Father, Raju took your rifle and shot it. And, the, and they show the target with a bullseye perfectly in the center. And, and, the, and the dad's like in disbelief, like, and you shot from those rocks? And the girl's like, no, he shot from there. Points to literally a mile away. 
<laughs> it is like a hill that is on the horizon. You can barely see it. And we see a flashback of him taking this shot and it, we get like the the Resident Evil rocket cam, but for a bullet <laughs> as it goes this way and, and hits they the target. Love doing that one. So he has to, uh, he saves Beam from being executed after whipping the shit out of him, by the way. They're like, yeah. okay, Beam needs to be flogged. So he has to do it. And then he has to do it with the fucking barbed wire whip. And then he realizes maybe being a cuck, even as an act, isn't a good idea. His Beam starts a riot with his passionate song. <laughs> yes. Because this is the moment, like, before it's like, oh, one of them's good and one of them's an asshole. It's like, oh, no, both these super chads are on the right side. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's even more tragic. Cause, like, they they want the same thing, but he can't let him know. Oh, there's one more thing I want to talk about in that insane uh, assault scene on the em British emissary where he does the thing sure. with, the, with all the tigers. A dude, just a random guard who's been there throughout the movie. We see him once in a while. Oh, yes. <laughs> he, like, locks the door to the embassy and then has a special gauntlet that holds the key inside it. That the yes. beam has to fight him. And it's like, what is happening? This is insane. <laughs> oh, that was the part you wanted to point out? I, it, what, I, I meant the end of that sequence where, like, he fucking grabs him by the arm and throws him over. And his other arm lands on a deer antler and gets impaled. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Oh, man, really that's good. a lot. Right, and then the part where they introduced the uh, Raja on the flaming chariot. <laughs> yeah. Every scene has like a hundred different things happening that are all insane and you wouldn't believe. So Raju has to flog Beam. We get the song where Beam uh, makes everybody riot through his passion. Like, well, we're going to hang him. And Raju's, he can't let his friend die, his new friend die. So he, he arranges the site of execution to change so he can interfere. But it fucks everything up. And uh, not only does he get captured, uh, Beam completely misinterprets what's going on because Raju has to take a shot in his direction, him with the little girl, at a British sniper. And he gets him, but Beam totally misinterprets it and hits him in the face and looks like he's going to stab him with this big piece of wood, but he, can, he, he does the thing where he only stabs to the side of his face because he can't bring himself to kill him. We get some great scenes where Raju's, you know, in prison working out, even though he's not being fed at all. <laughs> yes. Like, where are you getting yep. this protein, bro? <laughs> and then and then they're like, well, put him in the tiny hole. So he like folds himself up yoga style and does pull ups in the <laughs> tiny cell. Because it's like you know, an underground you know, after, cell. After they yes. get guns, after they get rifles and start beating the shit out of his legs. Yeah, and, they just break his legs. Yeah, just breaks his legs and then drop him in. Oof. and beams on the run uh and coincidentally meets uh raju's fiance who explains his entire backstory yes. beam. without even knowing who he is at all it's just like oh this just came up okay it's beautiful well, it's like, yes. well he, he he's on the run from the british military so he can't be all bad right they really have that moment where he has the He's a part of my Nakama moment. <laughs> I know the backstory. I will do whatever it takes to fix this. Oh my god. So then he goes back and we get maybe one of the greatest action scenes in movie history. <laughs> where he rescues him. 
And that's when we get the he's on the shoulder dual wielding rifles as they kill basically the entire British military. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I went through this movie, I did not expect these two to solo everyone. <laughs> so so when they have the, when they have the moment after they get through phase one of fucking them up in the forest and go, let's finish it. I'm like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> what, are you talk- what are you actually talking about? Right, because the rest of the movie like, is a lot more in the real world. They, they have to worry about how to infiltrate this building. There, mm-hmm. There's lots of concerns about someone could die. No. Now they're gods. Yes. Now their they're friendship like, burns brightly. <laughs> they're like, you've watched two and a half hours. We think you deserve what you exactly want this movie to do right now. There's there's the there's the piggyback riding with the rifles. There's the British send in their elite troops who are all on motorcycles. <laughs> and oh my god, like when when a western action star wants to take out a guy on a motorcycle, he might clothesline the guy off the motorcycle. When Beam takes out a guy on a motorcycle, he clotheslines the motorcycle. <laughs> yes. Or the, oh no, this guy got knocked out and had an entire belt of grenades. <laughs> I guess I guess after Raju uh, has now gotten the war paint to model himself after a god. <laughs> and took the bow the arrows. statue had. <laughs> just, he's like, oh, he's Rama now. That's We're just doing that, huh? <laughs> yeah, when they showed that statue earlier in the movie, I was like, they aren't just going to take the bow, right? <laughs> And then, of course, they do. (laughs) Do some Rambo 2 shit. (laughs) So many great parts of this action scene, like where Raju shoots an arrow through a tree and it almost kills a British guy and he's all freaked out. Then Raju (laughs) jumping kicks the arrow to shove it through his eye. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we're going to attach the grenade to this arrow to just start bombing every person on a motorcycle. Beam's going to pick up a motorcycle and swing it around like a bat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All the motorcycle like throwing stuff he did was insane. But I also enjoyed when he has a spear and like one of the main British bad guys who's in the forest just like turns around a corner and then we cut to a wide shot of he's already been stabbed by Beam. <laughs> like there was no yeah, action yeah, leading like, up to you it. You see like a drop of blood on his face and it's like, oh shit, what? Oh my fucking God. The oh way he gets wow. that spear killed me. Where it just, it flies out from a Raju exchange, lands in the water and is immediately picked up under the water. <laughs> and like the music the whole time is that really literal like, and then Beam picks up a spear and fucking kills everyone. Yeah, he rises out of the water like the the next coming of Christ, ready to unleash his new power up. I think that it's this is back during the the scene where uh, they realize Raju had betrayed the British government. The evil governor, his his car gets like knocked out, knocked over by a tree. Oh my god! He flies out of his car. Mid flight, pulls up that insane uh, sniper rifle and it, like shoots uh, Raju. It's, it's like Trinity from the Matrix. Yes, shit. dude, dude. This came out this for people who haven't who haven't seen this film. It comes out like an ejector seat of a jet plane, where he shoots straight up, but doesn't lose composure. Just immediately goes and's like. Uh, this is the game-winning hit in a, in a Call of Duty match. I'm going to perfectly shoot this to launch the people in the other car out. Yeah, he, he and does. immediately get them fucking killed. It's like 360 no-scoped it. <laughs> like, like the one bullet somehow did the Rube Goldberg machine of destroying literally everything in its path. 
So they have no problem uh, making even the villains almost mythical in their skill set. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then they they were like, we got to get rid of the British once and for all, or at least this this part of them. So they throw a flaming motorcycle into the barracks and set all the ammo on fire, which blows up the entire fucking estate and kills the evil British woman. She's like impaled on like a cross. Right. Yeah, and it's wrapped like, in, in uh, wire. It, it just like, the most ridiculous death scene you can imagine. Reaching down like it's some pre-Raphaelite shit. It's this beautiful tableau. Yeah, it's like the blood is running down her finger, and that's how the that's how the evil governor knows. Looks up, and she's been mummified in barbed wire. And then uh, Raju has Beam execute him with an English rifle while reciting the shit about the British uh, bullet being worth a pound to him. <laughs> and we get this unbelievable shot where it uh, it holds on the fucking logo while saying uh, the sun will never set on the British Empire. Interestingly, it it says English, and it's I've I've like that phrase is the sun never sets on the British Empire because it is the British Empire. I think they put English in this movie just as like a knife twist. Like no no, the Irish are cool. Everybody else on that island is cool. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> I like your reading way more. That would be funny if they saw basically every single per white person in this movie being from Ireland. Like, we'll change it a little for you. We, we know what you went through. Yeah. Oh, my. We didn't talk at all about Beam's love interest. Because <laughs> she's like barely in the movie. It's like he realizes she's racist and that's it for her. No, she she sticks with him. She yeah. does? Yeah, because they she's I even, forgot. Okay, it, I got mixed up. It, it, are you talking about like the good white person in the movie? Yeah, yeah the Jenny. one good white person. Yeah, she's in oh, the yeah, final I got her dance mixed up. sequence with everyone else just hanging out. Yeah, it's insane because their entire relationship, they can't communicate. So he's just like, Beam just does a weird head shake. And I guess that's <laughs> yeah. enough. She's in love. But like at the hey, end, hey, she's hey, like, hey, she likes Hey, have you vibes. seen? Did you? Did you see him without a shirt? I, I mean, know, come on. Right. Like she, yeah, she gives him like, like, here's the blueprints of the prison. Don't ask where I got them. And in that moment, I'm like, you know, we never really established that she she was anything more than just not a super racist asshole. So, yeah, we, so we, she like, didn't get like an arc. It was very bizarre. So it was like, no, I think you're a person. I'm not going to help you like undermine British authority in the region. What? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it was it went that far. It did. <laughs> It, it is funny how that they have a good white person in this movie. <laughs> it, it is very, because because the whole time I kept waiting for, okay, where's the point where she's like, I was only treating you as a person for my own, own self-edification. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be one, right? You got to have that token good white person. <laughs> she's one of the good ones. And then, of course, we get, of course, the movie has the, uh, the credits dance scene, which is, of course, great. Whew, that was, I mean, look, f for a movie about uh, re resisting British imperialism, that, that ending was like a whiplash of Indian nationalism that I was not prepared for. <laughs> like, they start popping yep. side profiles like it's 1970s Soviet propaganda. Yeah, I didn't recognize those figures. Are those just, like... Indian government officials? Uh, not according to the opening card at the beginning of this movie. Gotcha. <laughs> I just like the lyrics going, uh, with us, everyone's an Iron Man or something. Yeah, it was some, it was some real Soviet-era so, stuff. In, in, in some scenes, they have, like, farming tools. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like, wow, this really is like a, a Soviet propaganda. I'm like, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. And uh, I, I'm really glad that I saw all the articles from, from I saw the article from Rob, Rob Toombs <laughs> complaining about this. About how, no, no, we weren't that bad. And I'm like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. Hashtag not all Englishmen. You had, you had Jenny. <laughs> Live with that. <laughs> it's so fucking, it's so fucking funny. No, guys, we really, we, 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 we wouldn't steal children. Mm. 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 Yeah, you pay two sh two pounds for them, right? <laughs> you you don't understand when the when the uh, Amritsar massacre happened. We also thought it was bad. Winston Churchill condemned it in Parliament. We fired the guy responsible. <laughs> like, look, mistakes were made. Are you going to apologize for having a global? Uh, Empire? No, that that part was rad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I think this is the most glamour shots of a muscular man who is hairy I've seen in anything. Like, usually yes, you don't actually. get someone this hairy for that. <laughs> you also don't usually see... Like men who are this, you know, like I'm, I am a giant Northern European descended sort of dude. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, that, that's a lot of uh, Western, especially Western media's ideal of what masculine is. So it's, it's really cool to see guys who are under like six, two get this treatment. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but yes. <laughs> it also like, this is, uh, this is maybe the best example of like hyper masculine friendship I've ever seen. <laughs> like this is like like I said before, this is some uh, Gilgamesh and Enkidu shit. This this is like back in uh, like ancient Greek. Like yes, let's all be oiled up and muscular on the beach, and maybe we'll have sex. But you know, it's not gay if we do, or maybe it is. You know, whatever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, it slays me that the two stars of this are five, six, and five, eight. And I'm like, I couldn't tell at all from these shots. <laughs> no. No, I would not. Like, even, I didn't even think of that. Be Beam looks enormous in every shot he's in, and he's five, six. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just, like, did, I don't know if I wasn't paying attention, if it was the costuming, the way they shot it, and how, how Raju just gets, like, super fucking swole for the last scene. Like, where did these guns come from, bro? Yeah, Raju was definitely the more ripped of the two, but it did feel, like, bigger for that. I don't know. <laughs> the, the emphasis was definitely put there, because they usually have him wearing a shirt. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. Every time I think back to the fact that he's just Rama for the last half hour of this movie, <laughs> and the last shot is him getting off the boat in his village, and it's just Rama handing out machine guns to the Indians. Like, yes, this is amazing. <laughs> it's really funny when it's not your country doing this kind of potentially sinister nationalistic imagery. So you get you get to laugh. <laughs> Yeah, we, why are we were on the exact same wavelength? 
Yeah, because we know we know that the villains were the gigantic global spanning empire, unlike if this was a movie about something in American history where the villains would be like a group of 10 people, right? Like we keep having to invent secret conclaves of Nazi survivors to put in different historical periods so that we can still be the good guys. Right, right, right. Secret. Secret. <laughs> When's the American movie where, where the heroes just have to fight NASA in 1948? <laughs> <laughs> so like I said before, this was my first, uh, uh, well, I, I had said Bollywood because that's... But it's Tollywood. Right, there's apparently many, many more woods than I was aware of. I wish I wish wish that was a thing in America. We could we could do with having like three other Hollywoods yeah. with their own cultures. Well, and sorry, we, we had we had that light bulb fucker who ruined everything for everyone. Oh yeah, like that's that's literally why movies came up in California. It was people m literally moving as far away from Edison's lawyers as they could to set up shop. That's really funny. I never wow. knew that. Mm -hmm. That's insane. He, he really tried to be the only person allowed to make movies for a while there. Oh. <laughs> I was wondering what, what what's connection with here. Oh, that's insane. That is insane. So, as, as, frankly, as soon as uh, as soon as I can, I'm gonna go watch this director's other movies. At least his fan his two part fantasy epic. Oh yeah. How, how much this dude seems this this dude. I wonder how he feels being like, yeah, three of the top five highest grossing movies of all time are mine. In my Indian movies ever are me. I mean, you can see it in the confidence with which he makes these films. <laughs> yes. You know, this is three hours, but I don't feel like it didn't feel like a drag. I did. It you, did not. I, no, I did pause it to get some food in the middle because I was really hungry. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I didn't feel like I needed to stop. Yeah. I was in a place in my life where I could not move from where I was at, but at no point did I think even about checking my phone, which I'll do occasionally when I'm watching something and basically anything else, but this, this held me. It would not let go. Yeah. So something great happens like every two minutes. It's, it's amazing. It's like, there's, I'm not sure how to describe the difference Maybe it's there's a lack of artifice about how this movie was made. It's very plain in what it does. It goes, okay, this is the thing that's happening now. Uh, it's very uh, cool and interesting. I didn't I didn't need a camera trick to make it cool and interesting. I didn't I didn't need music to make it cool and interesting. It just is really cool and interesting because I'm I'm not a sourpuss who uh thinks that everything childish needs to be shied away from or that everything needs to be really grounded and serious in order to take it seriously. Like India just didn't have a 90s comic bubble burst. <laughs> <laughs> adversely affect their culture for the rest of time and it has allowed the them to make time. amazing media it really does feel like cartoon isn't really the right word it, it feels like the word is mythic mm -hmm. absolutely that is that that is the whole tone it's like this is like the the, the guy who directed mad max uh in what is possibly a bid to just get out in front of any continuity errors said like no no the movie you're watching isn't 
the movie about Max Rakitansky. It's it's the legend of Max Rakitansky. They tell around the campfire. And <laughs> I, I started to think about that watching this movie until, you know, Rama shows up at the last part of it. So I'm like, oh, no, this is literally just a myth. This is myth telling. This is amazing. Yeah, I know that they specifically set this movie during the time where nobody knew what these two guys were doing. <laughs> <laughs> And also Sherlock Holmes was there. <laughs> if only. <laughs> I think I think the act the director was like, well, I'm, I don't know about a sequel. It's just kind of just a story. But the actors wanted to do a sequel, so sure, do a sequel where Sherlock Holmes is the Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a ripped Sherlock Holmes they have to fight? <laughs> Sherlock Holmes and uh Winston. Not Winston. Um Watson. Watson, yeah, they're like the opposing tag team. <laughs> but the, but they're really more like work friends, so th- th- their friendship isn't as true and muscular. <laughs> and then at the end, they have to team up to stop Moriarty, who's even more evil and British. <laughs> <laughs> Moriarty, consulting imperialist. <sighs> okay. Uh, t- does anybody have anything else they'd like to say about this Ooh. non-stop rocket ride of fun new cultural experiences um i want to say even even when it looks bad or the fight scenes aren't choreographed as well as what you see of like hong kong it's still really fun like it, it, there's still an air about it that has like they're saying a mythical tone where it just it doesn't matter if that shot was done right and if everything linked up in a way that you would want it to What's happening is insane. <laughs> That's all. Like, it, it, I, I wouldn't go in here expecting, like, the best of, kung, of a kung fu movie. Just still be excited. <laughs> yeah. Be excited when they pick up that fucking tiger. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't... I, I, I. I, I'm not looking for the best choreography in the world. I just want you to activate Yakuza Zero's beast mode <laughs> so you can pick up anything you want. Right. Like, like if you're like me and you don't have any experience with Indian cinema, I, I can't speak for any other Indian movie. But if you're like me, go watch this. You are going to see a bunch of shit you've never seen before. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's really what made it great. I was so different from every other thing I've ever seen. Yeah, when when that shot of the ten thousand people like rioting happened, I was like, I've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> and a cast of thousands. Okay, so it's probably about time to start wrapping this up. We are going to go around for uh, summaries and then a final score, and then uh, someone who has access to that document uh, should probably. I'm on it. Beautiful. Thank you, Casey. Yep, I I, I, pre- I prepped this and put it in a section down here for Dan to fix later. All right. Uh, Casey, since you're so prepared, how about you go first? Uh, this was great. I, I loved every second of this, going in completely blind, not even knowing what this was. You were just like, we're going to do content on this. I'm like, I'll check it out. This was great. This was wonderful. Just the, the action was explosive. It was so self-indulgent. Uh, it was an anime. I, 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 I have no real problems with this. Even the bad CG, I'm like, whatever, they're throwing tigers. I'm giving this a 10. All right. Uh, Mr. Feel. 
Yeah, I'm going to give this a 10. I feel like this is exactly the movie I needed to see after one, watching a lot of horrible things for content <laughs> and two, just just genuinely being sick of how often I watch movies and someone will look at the camera and say something snide. This is a movie. Yeah. This is a reality where that cannot happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bob, let me see. I, I like this a lot. This is really good stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. not, I, I'm going to give it a nine. I feel like nine. I could imagine the same movie, just a little better. And it's, it's those few CG shots that are extra bad. <laughs> yeah. It's understandable. <laughs> um, so I'm going to leave it at that, but I, I, I do really love this. It's so different. Like everyone's saying, it doesn't feel like any other movie you've seen probably. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely much. just go watching. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix and worth watching. That's a high bar. Yeah, that's yes. such a shock. <laughs> go watch it while they Netflix e is still a thing. They don't even <laughs> tell you about what the movie is. I clicked into it and it's like, this Tollywood film set the world on fire <laughs> yeah, when it hit right? streaming. That's all I knew about the movie. <laughs> God, they're so bad at so many key things. Um, okay, so as for myself, as a person who is basically immune to bad cg i just i don't have a part of my brain that notices it uh-huh mm. uh and All as right. someone who has stated previously that i am i am always a fan of something that just takes a huge fucking swing <laughs> yeah like, like this is the most shocking sincerity i've seen in media in a long time uh i'm i'm gonna have to give it a 10 this movie set out to do some crazy shit, and it did it. And my life is better for having seen it. Uh, so, KZ, if you want to put that uh, American school system education to the test and uh, add up all these crazy numbers. Uh, okay, looking at our data here, uh, it, it seems that this effortlessly, with four people, out of a possible score of 40, got a 39. <laughs> Uh, that that beat out uh, the last thing I think we spoiler casted, which was that Resident Evil Netflix thing. They got a five. Hmm. It's uh, uh you know, a narrow margin. It was, it was respectable. A five, across, uh, a five across five people, so not four. Uh, so yeah, uh, five across, a little across bit of a five handicap. people on uh, an average score of one for people. For reference, I gave that a zero. Um, this is effortlessly beating things that had five people in it, like so so often. This is one of our higher tiered things. Holy shit. It's so good. Has anything outscored this? Uh like in terms of like uh getting a perfect perfect uh 13 Sentinels did. Ah, uh, yeah. In, yeah. In, ter in terms of like a game. In terms of like media um no, the only thing close to it is the Batman. Mm. Mhm. You heard Actually, it here. It, it, if we del if we delete Dan's score and said, imagine if we only did the Batman with this, this one by one point because Bob gave that Nate. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's our hierarchy we got going on here. Absolutely watch this, even though you heard all of the details, because seeing them in motion is the fucking yeah, coolest we, shit yeah. you've ever seen. We, we've been talking for slightly less than an hour. That's not even a third of this movie. So uh, yeah, by by the time this podcast ends, that's when the title would pop up for the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every sequence you mentioned, there's like a dozen other things in it we didn't mention. 
Yeah, we didn't cover like fucking 60% of the action that you get treated to. Even that dance-off has so much more we didn't talk oh about. My. Yeah, like <laughs> this movie was like two good. seasons of prestige streaming television <laughs> crammed into three worthwhile hours. Yes. This is this is like the positive good version of when we said that uh, <laughs> the, the Rise of Skywalker is trying to condense 18 things at once <laughs> yeah this is like the version of that that is that is actually good instead of just funny because of how incompetent it is yeah yeah that's like the that's the that's the team dark side this is the team hero <laughs> again they just need to apparently let all the star wars films be remade in tollywood <laughs> god what uh, i would do to see them do something like uh, that honestly honestly like it would it would uh it would help with a lot of my cynicism with Hollywood if they just got some foreign directors and like, go, you're in charge. We won't interfere. Make something wildly different. Right. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I believe that's everything uh, required by my contract. So uh, on behalf of everybody here at the Gigaboots podcast uh, network, I'd like to thank you for joining us for this spoiler cast, and uh, I can't wait for somebody in the comments section to reveal some horrible political scandal about the making of this movie that makes us liking it bad people. I think it's more likely it'll just be crying British people. Nice. <laughs>